All right, welcome to another podcast edition of White Collar Crimes. I am Ryan Horn, the host. Thrilled to have you aboard as always. You know, last episode we did a follow-up on uh, a lover and co-conspirator of a criminal. You know, we did one on uh, Mr. Sonny Benwally, the uh, lover and partner in crime with Elizabeth Holmes. And tonight, or today, as I always say, depending on when you're hearing this, we have Jelaine Maxwell. And she is the lover and co-conspirator of Jeffrey Epstein, whom, you know, you recall about a month ago, we did one on him. And make no mistake about it, although they were involved in a lot of very sick sexual crap and sexual trafficking and things like that, and very depraved beyond, you know, most cases we cover by far on this podcast, make no mistake about it, in my opinion, they still are white-collar criminals because a lot of what motivated them was not just their sexual perversions, but their money, and they made a whole lot of it, these two did on their crime, so make no mistake about it, uh, in my opinion, uh, Miss Maxwell and Mr. Epstein are white-collar criminals. Now, she was born, Miss Maxwell, in France uh, to a Jewish father and a mother of a supposed uh, Protestant background. But unlike uh, Mr. Epstein, she grew up in a uh, wealthy background, as we talked about with Jeffrey Epstein. The odd thing is, is, you know, where did he really get his wealth from? Because he didn't grow up wealthy. His father, as I mentioned, worked for the uh, Parks and Recreation Department there in New York, and his mother, for the most part, I believe, was a housewife or maybe just worked some, you know, part-time jobs here and there. She didn't have a big high-earning income, so he didn't come from wealth like, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, wealthy folks do. So it's really strange how he came about it, but it's not strange in her aspect. Uh, her she uh, grew up a very young socialite. Her father uh, was involved in media and, uh, you know, magazines and different industries like that. So he, she did come from a, a very wealthy and privileged family. And, you know, her upbringing was that she was, you know, brought up to be a, a young socialite on the scene. And her father, you know, uh, purchased, even though they were from France, and I think she spent some time growing up in the UK, but they purchased the New York Daily News in 1991 and sent her, at this time, she's a pretty young woman in her 20s, to uh, go work for them and be his, you know, person on the ground to kind of look after things. Now, it's unsure how she met Jeffrey Epstein, uh, but they remained romantically and criminally involved until his supposed death a few years ago, which, you know, again, this is not a conspiracy theory podcast. I don't go into those type of things, but, you know, just a personal opinion. I personally don't believe he committed suicide. Now, I believe there's two things that could have happened. One, he was murdered to keep him quiet because of the uh, wealthy and politically and uh, socially entertainment, uh, a lot of powerful entertainers as well as politicians on the list that had visited his island. So he had, you know, blackmail on some really rich and powerful people. So he was either murdered to keep that quiet or possibly, you know, his death could have been faked, I think. And, you know, he's living somewhere with his money that he had, you know, under a new identity and, you know, never to be heard from again. Again, just a just an opinion. I'm not stating I, you know, have evidence of any of that, but I believe those two theories far more than I do that he committed suicide, especially with the 
BS that was given that the guards just happened to fall asleep or one of them happened to have diarrhea and then the cameras happened to break down and, you know, on and on. And having come from a correctional background, yeah, people do, you know, commit suicide in jail, but not high-profile cases like his and not ones generally that are on a suicide watch like he supposedly had been. So, you know, not to get too far off on that because that's not the focus of this, but, you know, she remained involved with him in as a partner in crime, and that was their business, you know, uh, sex trafficking children primarily. Uh, But uh, they also had some romantic involvement off and on. As we've mentioned, it is strange how, you know, he got his wealth. Uh, But she acted supposedly as an enforcer of sorts for his uh, many businesses and his many business ventures. And she developed a lot of relationships and friendships with a lot of very wealthy and powerful elites. And as I said, you know, the Epstein Island they had, that's where, you know, supposedly a lot of sick, perverted uh, sexual things and trafficking children for sex and things like that were going on. That's what he was being investigated for at the time he was locked up and getting ready to be charged. And then before his, uh, you know, quote unquote suicide, you know, very, very sick, evil things, but a lot of rich and powerful people you remember one of whom uh, happened to be royalty and uh, it cost him his uh, powers and uh, you know duties and things he had such with the royal family he was uh, forced to step down in shame if we all recall that and you know there's nothing 100% confirmed on you know although I'm sure if you look enough on the internet you can see you know various leaks supposedly of these lists and and names of uh, again some powerful politicians entertainers uh, of sort even some athletes but uh you know, the strange thing is, despite, you know, her being convicted, and we'll talk about that shortly, but despite him being up on the charges he was before his quote-unquote death, the list has never been released, and I think that's for good reason, just for that reason I said a second ago, that it is enormously rich and powerful people on this. If this were just your average Johns, you know, the term they use for guys that solicit prostitutes, we'd know all their names, their backgrounds, they'd all be sentenced to prison by now, and this would all be behind us. But since this is covering very wealthy and powerful elites, and those were the clientele of Mr. Epstein, we don't know uh, anything about any of them on record, officially. Uh, Because as he operated in, you know, very rich neighborhood in uh, Florida and also in uh, in New York, and I believe he had a ranch, if I remember from the Netflix special, out in like New Mexico or Arizona, where he also was operating his uh, crimes. And Miss Maxwell was right there with him, step by step, grooming and recruiting these young women, uh, not only to be sexually abused by Mr. Epstein, but also to be trafficked and uh, prostituted to these uh, rich, wealthy elites, also. You know, very sick, uh, demonic, evil stuff, folks. As I said, she got some valuable friendships, which also made it very easy for their alleged blackmailing scheme that they had going. And they had a lot of things on a lot of powerful people. And one of the things that's been alleged in this case from when he was arrested and you know brought forward and with her as well, that they have a lot of videotape evidence of these wealthy politicians, entertainers, powerful folks, even world leaders, uh, you know, having sex with children and doing some very sick and evil things. And... Uh, you know, obviously, these are people that are in position that can't have these things to get out. So with the money they have, they're willing to pay a whole lot of it to keep this quiet. And that's exactly what a lot of them were doing. And hence where these two likely got a good chunk of their money. 
because uh, like I said, with him especially, her, she did come from a wealthy background, so you can you know make a case a little bit where she got her money. But again, Jeffrey Epstein did not had a very sketchy career in the business world and even you know falsely served as a teacher for a while of course behaved inappropriate toward the students before he was busted and caught but uh you know this is likely where they got a lot of their money is this simply by blackmailing very rich and powerful people now, even in uh you know like i said she uh, supposedly was also trained as a helicopter pilot which enhanced their uh, scheme, if you want to call it that, uh, you know, part of the scheme that had to blackmail these folks, they were able to transport uh, not only the children that were to be trafficked in this, but the rich and powerful were also uh, transported by helicopter many times this island. And like I said, one of this is a former president, Bill Clinton, which it was determined he visited the island, I believe, 26 times, uh, sometimes without his Secret Service detail even. So, you know, she flew again to this island, a lot of rich and powerful people to do a lot of very sick and evil things. Uh, so that was a skill she had that enhanced their crimes, you know, and able to transport not only the, vic- uh, the victims that they were going to use for these crimes, but their clients, their customers, they were able to hook up and get uh, involved in this as well and transport them around. So that is a skill she had that came in very handy for these two. But in about 2015, uh, things began to unravel for both of these two. And among those, uh, some lawsuits began to surface and on Mr. Epstein. And these included Miss Maxwell as well about her ability to uh, groom and recruit these victims for him and the role that she played uh you know very much a hands-on role in his crimes with this and some of these civil suits uh cost her millions of dollars which you know as i've said many times for these offenders like this these type of white collar criminals the very wealthy and elites like uh, miss maxwell they are able to uh you know pay this like you might be able to pay a parking ticket you know it's not a big deal to them and this happens all the time you know we talked about a case you know a couple months back you know mr moonvez the president of cbs was levied a big fine for some uh if i recall right some insider trading things and whatnot didn't face any criminal charges and paid a fine but you know with his wealth certainly was not a real big inconvenience and that's likely what happened here because you know Miss Maxwell and Mr. Epstein's true wealth was not really known. Uh, so it really did not set them back too far because they continued to advance in these crimes and they continued to groom and recruit young girls. And, you know, Mr. Epstein continued to sexually abuse them and they continued to peddle and traffic them as well. And uh, she was the main recruiter for these sick, evil crimes that these two were doing. But, as I said, at this time, the strange thing is she did not face criminal charges. At this point, it was just all civil. Now, that did change a little bit in 2019 when Epstein was arrested, but it's kind of odd, and a lot of people have questioned and speculated why it took so long for Ms. Maxwell to get criminally charged. She did not get charged till later after he did, so it's very puzzling as to why she didn't, and he did. So, uh, he was arrested during this time, and uh, at this time, though, she was free. However, there were attempts to locate her and bring her to justice, 
But uh, she began to go into hiding, which, you know, wealthy folks are able to do. I mentioned this on the last podcast about Mr. Benwali, that, you know, he's a very wealthy man. Net worth was reported about $80 million, I think. So, you know, he didn't have to report to court, uh, you know, for about three or four months after his sentence. And, you know, at the time of this podcast, he still got about two months to go, I believe, before he has to report. And as I said, he could probably very easily travel and disappear. Uh, same with Mr. Bankman Freed that we've covered on here with the uh, scam, with the FTX scam going, you know, between now and his court date, he could certainly disappear, you know, just being on that ankle monitor. As I've said, those things are a joke. They don't do near what people think. And it'd still be very easy for someone of his wealth and connections to be able to flee and, you know, leave the country and never to be heard from again. And that's what she really attempted to do. And uh, she was finally arrested. Uh, she came back to the States and was picked up in New Hampshire, of all places. It's a small state, been there, very nice, lovely state. Uh, I guess she figured maybe that's, you know, a rural area and be easy to hide and nobody would find her. But uh, she was picked up on July 2nd of 2020. And she was charged with sex trafficking children and perjury. Now, she was detained, uh, though her attorneys sought house arrest, which, you know, like I said, that's in a sense what Bankman Freed got here in the FTX case, although he was initially denied this as well. When he was initially detained uh, down in the Bahamas, that's what his attorney sought there, and that was not happening. He was detained until he was brought back to the United States, and he was briefly detained here before he was granted a bail release to go stay with his parents, in a sense, kind of like a house arrest. I believe his was electronic monitoring, and that sometimes goes in the case. Not always. Sometimes they'll just sentence people to house arrest, and you know, but a lot of times it does accompany the electronic monitoring to make sure they're actually at home where they're supposed to be, which, you know, it's an odd punishment to me, you know, even though I know they're not convicted yet and they're not guilty when they're awaiting trial but most people when they're awaiting trial serve it in jail which you know 99.9 percent of the jails out there are pretty miserable i know i worked in one uh but the wealthy people get to do house arrest and you know to me doing waiting for my court date at my you know multi-million dollar mansion would probably not be too bad really you know so i doubt it's too much of a punishment that is what her attorney sought, but uh, they were denied, and she was locked up. Uh, didn't adjust to jail too well at all, coming from a very wealthy, privileged background. It certainly was a culture shock to her, you know, which that's where a lot of these type of offenders certainly differ from street offenders, because a lot of street offenders come from very poverty and uh, afflicted backgrounds, and, you know, sometimes even uh, some, their situation out there is so dire that being in jail is actually better they're at least uh, warm and safe and have you know meals and things like that to people who have absolutely nothing it's it's not that big a deal but to a wealthy spoiled socialite like her that was a culture shock and supposedly she had some uh, adjustment issues uh, she began trial last year April to her well, no, it's almost two years now like I said it's kind of hard to adjust that we are in 2023 now so we're talking almost two years now when she first went to trial back in April of 2021 and she was granted separate trials for her sex trafficking and her perjury. Now, on December 29th, just a few days after Christmas last year, 2021, or last Christmas really, Maxwell was convicted on five counts of sex trafficking. She was looking at over 60 years in prison, which, you know, at her age, she's... Uh, that's going to, you know, so I think right now she's about 60 or so, give or take a little. So she is looking at, uh, 
you know, the rest of her life in prison, most likely. So the big thing is that's been surprising between now and then how she has managed to survive. If I recall right, maybe there was a time or two she was put on, quote, suicide watch like Jeffrey Epstein was. But so far, she's not had a uh, mysterious suicide or that I know of any attempts on her life, which is surprising with the information that she has. But it's not surprising because I said who she has this information on is the reason why we don't have these lists. 100% confirmed officially in court who these clients were because let's face it if there were not sickos willing to pay for this perversion with the children they trafficked this would not happen they would not have made any money there would not have been a crime had these things not happened but we don't know the names of these folks and personally uh, I don't think we ever will if that ever does come forward we will do a break-in and a uh, updated podcast just as soon as I can get the information on it. But you know what, uh, folks? I don't think that's ever going to happen here. And it's not happened up until now. Now, on June 28, 2022, so, you know, we're talking just a little over six months ago, she was sentenced to 20 years in prison. And, yeah, briefly placed on a suicide watch, but... 20 years is a joke here, you know, she's still, you know, she's going to be an old woman when she gets out, but she is going to see the light of day again, where, uh, you know, people who have done nowhere near this, you know, we all know people that have had some nonviolent drug offenses and things like that, that serve more than 20 years for sure, uh, you know, or other types of crimes, uh, you know, white collar crimes where people did not victimize people nearly as, as severely as she and Mr. Epstein did, uh, but, uh, you know, gotten nowhere near this much or or got a much uh, harsher sentence and uh, despite the you know irreversible damage she did to these young women that were trafficked uh, and these young children that were you know 20 years is all she got so there is a chance although you know who knows I don't know what her health situation is and she's going to be older you know like I said probably around 80 or so when she's released but she very well still could see the light of day despite the absolutely despicable things she did, and, you know, like I said, again, I don't just believe sexual perversion was the motive with these two. You know, the greenbacks, the almighty dollar, these two made an ungodly amount of money doing this, and that kept them motivated to continue to do that. Now, the perjury trial is still pending, so we'll have to see that. And if we get any update on that, we certainly will, you know, break in and do a little update on that as well. You know, we try to any time any cases we talk about that are current, uh, you know, and still going, we try to, uh, you know, give updates on those as they come out. Um, so if there is any on that, we certainly will, you know, try to keep you updated on that because that is still pending at the time of this recording. So it is possible she should get some more time, although I doubt she's going to get more time for perjury than she is for, you know, trafficking children. I mean, perjury usually just gets, you know, a few more years, you know, and who knows if she does, it may even run concurrently with what she's doing. So it's not going to add any time onto the 20 years that she's already doing. So we'll kind of have to wait and see how that plays out. But uh, that is still pending. So, I mean, you know, she could get that consecutive to the 20 year sentence and maybe have to do some years after that. But I kind of doubt it. But again, we will uh, certainly keep our eyes out and, you know, keep uh, an eye on that case and what goes on. Because, you know, even at 80 years old, somebody this evil when they're released is uh, a danger to the world, in my opinion. And there's nothing that may not stop her from getting involved in something like that again, even at that advanced age. Now, her lawyer, uh, no, I'm sorry, the larger question here 
that I have, you know, that kind of looms here, though, is, you know, like I said, why haven't these names been released? And if they are, you know, we will certainly give an update just as soon as possible. But so far, folks, they have not. And I don't think they probably ever will be that we'll see. And these two certainly weren't the only two operating on a operation of this scale. They might have been the brains and muscle behind the overwhelming majority of it, but I dare say there's more players out there involved in this. They just haven't been brought to justice, you know, certainly not yet, and they may never be. Who knows? So uh, we'll have to see. If anyone else is brought up involved in this, we will certainly give an update if they're charged and if anyone else is brought to justice. And, uh, you know, we pray for the victims that have been victimized by these folks and their families and, you know, the, the imaginable horrors that they've suffered. Uh, most of us would never be able to imagine. So, you know, our thoughts and prayers are with them. So coming up, like I said, we've got some... Uh, podcast coming up on some uh, organized crime figures i mentioned meyer lansky george freeman you know if you have an idea like i said shoot me an email ryanhornvt at gmail.com or mention it on our facebook page we page we post uh episode details and you know suggest a show for us would love to hear from you and uh be sure and follow us uh on our facebook page and uh, also please give us a five-star rating on uh Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're hearing this, and uh, we appreciate your support. Please continue to listen and give us your support. We uh, can't thank you enough for that. And I always say too, if you like uh, audio books, I've you know got one out now on Amazon and Audible called "In Danger of Judgment," and uh, I've got two this year that should be out at the early part of this year soon. And uh, I'll keep you posted on that. And you can always check out my website for any information on that at uh, ryan-horn.com and if your business needs some good voiceover service please feel free to contact me i would be more than glad to provide that and always look out at your local shelter for your next best friend support them any way you can you know foster adopt financially however you can do it they need it and it's greatly appreciated and you are greatly appreciated for tuning in here to us each week and uh, as I always say, look out for your friends and family, particularly the elderly. They are the ones that are often victimized the most. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next week, folks.